Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Fixer podcast. This one is going to be so freaking juicy today. So I'm going to hop right into introducing my next interviewees. So Vanessa and Adam are my clients. They've been with me for, oh my goodness, the better part of eight months now. And uh, they are just making things happen together as a team. And I really just wanted to share their story and uh, just talk a little bit about what we've done together. So on top of being really cool parents to their boys, Austin, and Xander. They're both going through these huge transitions just with life events and things in general. Um, It's just they've got a lot going on and we're going to get into that. But most importantly, we are going to talk about the money stuff, which is the hardest part for all of us. Don't try to deny it. Money is not easy to talk about. And we're going to do that today. They are married almost a decade and together for even longer. He's retired from the Navy. He's been deployed to Iraq, Afghanistan and Japan. And wow, I am so grateful for his service. So, and he has played uh, the stay-at-home mom recently uh, while Vanessa's been working to earn while he's been finishing school as well. So there's, there's just a lot of transition and change that's happening with them. And she is new to the entrepreneur world, similar to me, um, and even newer to the corporate dropout club, similar to me. And after spending the last 10 years with the same company, it's not easy. It is not easy exiting and making such a huge leap. They are navigating it all as a team. And what's even cooler is that they've picked me to navigate it with them. How awesome is that? So we've been working together a while now, and I'm just giving them a little guidance with their financial journey, and just we are having the best time working together. I will leave it there, but if you want any more information about uh, bookkeeping for your virtual business or for your local business, check the show notes and get a hold of Vanessa through there, and I'll leave more information about their bio in the show notes. Take care and enjoy. We're already warm. We've already done our coaching call, Um, Mm -hmm. but just introduce yourselves, like maybe just a quick snippet about each of you that um, you want to share with the audience. I'll let you go first, Vanessa. I'm doing the receipts right now. (laughs) Turn it off. Transition, remember? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Um, So my name is Vanessa, and I am married to this guy, Adam Beard, over here for what? 2012 so 11 years now um he's been in the navy is it nine years nine years years. (laughs) we've been together 12 years um what's two extra years yeah (laughs) (laughs) essentially been together that long so anyway um 
I own my own bookkeeping firm, A to Z, just add numbers bookkeeping. Uh, it is a virtual bookkeeping firm, so I can help anyone near and far. Uh, I started that last year during COVID because I wanted to spend more time with my kids. My kids are Austin and Xander, hence A to Z. Um, and, you know, I wanted to uh, always have like a career and grow and just, you know, grow as a person, grow as an executive and do all those things. Um, I never had entrepreneurship in my realm of things. I didn't yeah. think that was ever really anything possible or that I could do. And I came across a advertisement of how to become a bookkeeper. It wasn't an MLM. It was an LLC. It was a legit business. I could it was a business. It was me running it. I would have that CEO lifestyle and be able to make the money that I want to make on my time, not clock in and be able to spend more time with my kids. And this week is kind of the first week back after vacation and quitting on August 30th. So sorry about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I kept saying, I was like, I want to teach Xander swim lessons. He's three. So I was able to start that this week. And that was kind of like really awesome. And that's just one of the many things um, that I want to do and spend more time with them and take them to SeaWorld and do all these things. And I knew with us not budgeting or really realizing where our money was going, like we never had extra money. We weren't hurting, but we were still living like paycheck to paycheck and there's still like this looming debt. So since February, we really haven't, when we started with you, um, we haven't gone into more debt. We've kept it stable. We've been able to live our lifestyle. I wanted kind of more of a freedom to just live. And then once he gets his job from school after he graduates, you know, then work on paying off the debt. So that's, that's awesome. All those yeah. things are super exciting. And that right there, like you're doing things as a team, um, you know, you, your trajectory of what your path is with your professional career has shifted. And Adam over here, our guy is the support system, you know, and the teammate in that whole process. And, you know, through this partnership, um, you're going to flourish and you're going to be able to spend more quality time with your family, which is, of course, is the number one priority. I know that so much, so far about you guys. Mm. So Adam, tell me a little bit about, you know, you and introduce yourself, of course, but mm. like, you know, where you're coming from, from your perspective and your uh, vantage point with the way you both are transitioning. Yeah. Um, so my name is Adam and I was in the Navy. Uh, I was in the Navy from October 2006 to March of 2020. And I got out and the pandemic hit. And right shortly after that, Crazy. Vanessa brought up the bookkeeping. And so I have been take, I've taken on the role as a Mr. Mom, essentially. Um, I love it. But that all is going to come to an end here soon because I will graduate with my bachelor's degree in December. And so, so far I've already had two job interviews. So it doesn't look like there will be much lag time between graduation and working. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the program that we have done with the money has helped a lot because it's taken something off of my plate. 
taken worrying about money and, and all that stuff off of my plate. And I haven't really had to focus too terribly much other than the daily budget or other than the daily logging of where the money's going and everything like that. I know that as long as in the app, if we keep it out of the red, we're going to be good. Nobody wants to see red. I get it. Nope. No one wants yeah. to see red. <laughs> yeah. No, that is, that is so awesome. And actually I'm going to refer back to, I was just having a uh, meeting last week with Dr. Christine Jehu, which is uh, a, a podcast casting friend of mine and also a client. And um, we did an interview last week and she is in the sports psychotherapy realm, which is extremely interesting. And mm -hmm. even though she's really in the sports section, like that um, industry, she, you know, the, the psych, the psychology behind teams, right. Um, you know, and figuring out like what everyone's, you know, everyone that's part of this team, their desires are and what their visions are for where they're going. Cause you could be obviously the teams, a team to win, right. So we're all trying to win this game, okay, um, of life in your case. And, you know, but you do come to the plate and come to that, you know, coaching session with two different de desires and visions of what that's going to look like um, and directions, really, even though you're going to get to the same outcome, that's the intent, right? Like as a team, you're going to get to the same outcome or a similar outcome, but you're taking different paths, so to speak, to get there. But as you do it, working through the understanding of the other, like understanding how the other is seeing it and how the other is, um, you know, understanding it themselves, that's a difficult thing, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we've been working together for a while now. So obviously we're, you know, our trio, a dynamic yeah. trio over here, which is, I feel so overjoyed and so honored to be part of this journey with you, this stage of your financial journey. Um, but like, you know, it can be really difficult. We can have hard times. We can have fights. We can have arguments, but I found what I've noticed with you two, which is, it gives me chills. Like I actually could cry about it is that through those really dark stages and times that you've had, you've come out and found the light mm -hmm. and it's been so cool to watch how you're just like, it's like you have a miscommunication, you deal with the mis miscommunication and then you come back around and you guys are better communicators. That's mm -hmm. what I've seen from my vantage yeah. point. What do you think about that? I feel like <laughs> communication has always kind of been one of our strong suits. Yeah. Um, even just talking with other people on just relationship stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we'll hear of all these other couples that, have fights that are drawn out and they just get stuck in that cycle, that circle mm -hmm. where it's, you know, you start with the argument and then you progress through the argument. And then eventually one of you goes back to the beginning of the argument and it all starts over again. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, we, we've heard that from a lot of people, uh, especially with me being in the military, we've met active duty couples and out of all of our friends, I think we're probably the, I think we're one of the, we were few. usually the relationship experts yeah i think we're one, <laughs> at least with communication right like so. one of the few that have actually stayed together yeah like a is, lot of our that's other incredible. couple friends mm -hmm. they've all divorced mm -hmm. um and that has a lot to do with our communication um oh my gosh. basically we we both do the same thing where if we're in a fight we don't fight to win 
we fight to get to the other side is really kind of what we do. Um, Even if that means a lot of it is we walk away from the, we walk away from like, table it. if I'm really mad, yeah, I will go off for a drive. Hey, hey, excuse me while I interrupt this podcast episode for a hot minute. I just want to talk about my friend. She is amazing, Kelly Bluth. She has a podcast called Listen to Your Gut, where she talks about ways to approach your best life through mind, body, and soul. This girl is just so much fire. So she has a group called Listening to Your Gut podcast community as well. I really suggest that you check it out. I was listening to one of her podcasts yesterday, just talking about all the things, ways to to just holistically get right with your gut. And also in her community, she shares connection with like-minded women and talks about gut healthy recipes, for example. I mean, there's just so much stuff in there. So, and self-development ideas. I mean, who doesn't need that? So if you get a chance, check it out. She pumps up ideas for relationship building with our spouses and kids and just so much more. So please check out my girl, Kelly. I'll leave some information in the show notes. Back to the episode. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just, I'll get away from Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, calm down. Usually it's, it's after that is usually a couple hours and mm-hmm. then, We'll both be like, okay, so let's talk about what happened earlier. Why I'm mad or whatever. Like as a couple and living together, I mean, you're going to fight. You're going to yell. Like we're not really like a screaming match type of fighting people. I mean, we'll yell or get frustrated, but it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we just, you know, when we're ready to talk, we'll even ask, like someone will be like, all right, are we ready to talk about earlier? Like calmly, why you felt this way and things like that. And, you know, that really helps. And I know last month I freaked out on him money wise. We weren't on the same page (laughs) and I actually yelled, like I have not yelled at him in a really long time. And I'm like, this is why I'm effing pissed off. Blah, blah, blah. Like first thing I can't tell you the last time I was intimidated. (laughs) He's like, okay. Yeah. Like the last time I remember was in 2011 about dishes. Like that, (laughs) um, just yelling isn't really what we do. And I was so mad, but like, eventually I came back to him and I showed him the numbers. Like he is a numbers guy. I have to show him cold, hard facts, but like you not logging money. We went from $1,100 to $300 to roll over to the next month Mm -hmm. because you didn't log all your 7-Eleven trips and whatever else going to Publix and all that. So I think it, and let me know if I'm wrong, but that helped him visually see, okay, this is why we need to log. That's really helped us. And I know communicating about money, like we've never had communication problems really in any other area besides money. It was like, we both had our own world and vision about money and it was never on the same page. And he was doing whatever he wanted to do with his checking account was doing whatever I wanted to do with my checking account. It was, it just was never on the same page. So Mm -hmm. we couldn't pay off debt 
because we were never on the same page. Our bank accounts weren't linked. Our credit cards were all separate. And they're still separate now, but we at least have that discussion. Like, this is what our credit cards look like. This is yeah. what's getting paid off. So. We keep her separate for uh, Christmas time. <laughs> there you, and, and, and I can appreciate that. But yep. the one thing that you guys have done is you've gone, you've got your one less bank account. Yes. Um, yes. Which is, that's it. So there is more, um, even though some things are still separate, like, first of all, the budget's not. So that's, yes. let's, yeah. So exactly. what's clear is that the budget is not separate and both of you are starting to really um, flourish with the budget, knowing mm -hmm. that that's its own thing. And it's like a big pot and that that's your pot. You guys have access to that. You're both sharing the responsibility. One of you may be doing a different um, activity with it than the other, but you're both sharing responsibility within the budget, um, which is the household way of growing wealth. I mean, that ultimately staying, you know, it sounds so cliche, but living on less than we make is mm -hmm. how we're going to grow wealth. That's the only way. Um, you know, so that we can invest those margins and the differences in what we make and what we spend. So you are coming together and things yeah. are linking up more. And like, we've talked about this, I think, oh my gosh, feels like six months ago now, but one of the biggest things that you told me that just, just made me so happy, which I've seen with so many other couples is that the one thing, like you just said, was, is the communication with the money, the finances were the one thing that was kind of a missing link. And now that's coming together. And then everything else is kind of falling in place with the relationship. You know, like it, it is, you know, I don't want to speak for you, but there's a lot of things that are also working now because of the financial discussions, which is cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So cool. So let's talk about shared responsibilities. <laughs> or non-shared responsibilities really quick. So about what specifically? <laughs> yeah. Like just tell me like just as a married couple and not even about the money, you know, but like as a married couple, you know, how you guys have been working together as a team, either sharing responsibilities or with the household, whether, you know, or one saying, you know what, I'm weak at that. You do that. And you're a little weaker than me at that thing. I'm going to do that. Can you give me an example of that? Yeah. yeah, setting up all of our tech stuff for a new company. Aha, uh -huh. here we go. <laughs> well, and see, he asks me all the time, like, why don't you just Google it? Like, why? You'll do it for me. Like, <laughs> there's no it. point in me looking at this question because then you're going to get curious and you'll Google it and tell me the answer. That's true. Yeah, I will. So, like, <laughs> that's a strength he has. That's definitely a strength. Um, organization is really my strong suit he is not no organized whatsoever no. so planning vacations or the kids schedule and all that like in the beginning even when lunch. what even, even lunch for the kids <laughs> i don't even think about that yeah um he just doesn't think about that so something i did a while ago like when i was doing bookkeeping and my nine to five was started making him a list this is all the things that need to be done around the house. Um, now there was a little freak out about the list, <laughs> but he is good now. <laughs> um, and, and that really helped him see like, okay, these are the things that need to kind of get done around the house. Um, and he's really taken that on while I was doing both the bookkeeping and the nine to five. Um, 
and cooking and cleaning and picking up some of the slack with the kids, like picking them up from daycare and things like that. So really it's like, if one of us needs help, we're more comfortable to say like, can you do this for me? Or, you know, Hey, I'm doing this. I need help with this or whatever. So, um, it took a lot of years to get that way. And like I mentioned, screaming about him with the dishes Mm -hmm. in 2011 really got him to help more (laughs) with the chores around the house. Um, Sometimes it takes those fights, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he's now, and I know a lot of women want men to be mind readers and they're just not that they're never going to be. So like, if they ask you, can I help you with something? Say yes. Yeah. Let us help. <laughs> yeah. Like say yes. If you want help with something like, and he asks me all the time now, I'm like, how many times do I tell you no now? Hardly ever. Yeah. I say, there's, there's always you something. know what? You can go do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You know, and, it, and you know what? And it takes a lot of strength on your part, Vanessa, to, to let go of some of those, we have a really hard time, women in general, but you know, especially when we have that controlling personality, like I want to be in control of things and I want it to be done effectively and efficiently, for example. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot. I mean, I'm probably not even where you're at with getting help. I actually, I told you about a little tiff that I had the other day with my husband, but that was part of it. It was one of those things where I was like, you know what? the cooking and the cleaning, like that dinner time activity that I'm doing, which actually I really truly love. And it is a strength. Mm-hmm. It's taking a lot of time. Yeah. Right. So that's right. the other thing is like, we're not always focused on the strengths and weaknesses. It's really what's taking so much time. Maybe something might be taking too much time away from our activities as a family or, mm-hmm. you know, husband, wife, you know, intimacy, those kinds of things. And I probably need to cut that out. Not all the way, yeah. but like get Alyssa, my 14 year old to assist with cooking when we are cooking mm-hmm. or to eat out a little bit more often. Right? Or put it off to another time. Like sometimes, yes. you know, and it's usually like, he's been doing the cooking and the cleaning. It used to be like whoever cooked would clean that night. Yeah. Um, but with the bookkeeping, like, yeah, it just and I wanted to spend time with the kids and um, and that wasn't something I feel bad because Vanessa's over here talking to me all like I do so much. You do. But I'm saying, yeah. but, oh, I love at, that. but there's a point when if I am overwhelmed, I just have to let her know and she'll start doing stuff. And that took a while for you to even admit that you were overwhelmed. Yeah. And so, so yeah, with the, the cooking and the cleaning up after dinner. Um, that was not something that Vanessa asked, you know, and and I don't think she would have ever asked me to do that because she would see that as being unfair that I've done both of them. That was something that I just started doing because it allowed her to have more time with the kids. Mm -hmm. I love that. And and I know that she wanted that. And so that's why I just started doing that. And now if he tells me like, Hey, I just want to sit down after dinner, I'll do the dishes later. Or if I just leave them. (laughs) (laughs) no you say hey i just want to sit down and relax after dinner i'll do the dishes later now normally my ocd self would be like oh my god no they have to get done now and i don't i've let go a lot of this past year i don't 
hold them to my high standards <laughs> of, of how I think something should be clean. Like we're all different and how something should be clean. Now, if he does a bathroom and um, say, Hey, normally I do this and this gets it more clean the way I like it. And he's like, yeah. okay. So, and he keeps it in mind for the next You time, totally so. just reminded me of the other day, like my daughter, uh, something happened with the bath. She was helping with the bath, which this is, this is new for me. I'm mm-hmm. allowing people to help with the bath with my son, the, the three-year-old. Yeah. And she comes down and she said something like was discolored in the tub. And I was like, well, didn't you rinse it out first? Like I assumed mm-hmm. that she would rinse the tub before she would put Donovan in the tub. Like, so it got to be this big thing. And then my husband came to me and said, well, I don't even do that, you yeah. know? And I was just like, what do you mean? You don't sanitize, <laughs> you don't sanitize the tub before you put our son in the tub. Like, yeah, I didn't because do don't do that either. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's, it's one like of these OCD things time, right? that, listen, it's not even, so, listen, yeah. my mom, it's something my mom did mm-hmm. that stuck with me. Yeah. Right. It doesn't make anybody wrong for not doing it Yeah. <laughs> in my mind. That's, That's what, what I'm supposed do. to do. Exactly. So I thought it was crazy that <laughs> they weren't doing that. And I'm like, no, it's because <laughs> I I have this perfect way of doing this task that really, the, I mean, the kid's making the freaking water filth anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's sitting in a filth bath. So really it's my own OCD, my own like internal like bias from when I was a kid, like the way I was yeah. taught to do something. And why would I think that they would know that same task, you know, like mm-hmm. anyway, so, but that's, and that's the thing, like um, teaching others how to do something in a kind way. As we talked mm-hmm. about kindness, right. Um, you know, that is not going to make them feel stupid or silly you know, and sometimes like Vanessa and I are kind of like this, we'll say something that might come off as well, bitchy. And (laughs) (laughs) really, we're just saying like (laughs) it is and being really literal, but not, you know, not realizing how it's coming off, you know, sounding unkind. So but Anyway, it's, you guys just remind me of so many different things that happens in our world too. So let's talk, let's transition, let's transition a little bit. Um, and then we'll end this because, you know, we got to land this plane at some point we've been on for a while because our coaching call and everything, but you know, you're both going through a career transition. Vanessa, you you've just moved out of corporate, which you are so, you know, just going through the the emotions of that. And now you're, you know, full-time entrepreneur. And then we've caught kind of the opposite in a sense where Adam is going from completing his school career into the job market now. And now with that said though, what I want to say is that your chores are going to transition again. Mm -hmm. We've even talked about that. So I I wasn't even going there with this, but it's so funny, like how with time, with change, with transition, we accept things and we move, you know, we let go of things constantly. It's like a consistent, you know, um, transition, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just kind of neat to think about that, like how what Adam's doing now for his task list, right? 
is going to be, you know, going to look more like your list here. I told him when we, when he gets a job, like a couple months in, I'm like, I want a house cleaner. I don't, I don't want to clean the house anymore. And and that's the other thing. (laughs) Now you're going to be able to hire. And we talked about that too, about how, again, that's something that maybe either isn't your strength or it's just not the thing that you should be putting your time towards because you're an entrepreneur. Like that thing needs to be taken off your list altogether. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and you're going to have the money to budget in to take Mm -hmm. care of that, that, thing that really neither of you should be doing at that point. So, and that's why I bought a robot vacuum. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Bringing robots into the house to do what you got to do, get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about the emotions and the fears really quick, because we know both of you have fears and emotions and anxieties, right? But they're like about different things and they're kind of like coming from a different place. Let's talk about you, Vanessa, like what you just went through with saying bye-bye see you later peace out bon voyage mm-hmm. to your corporate career which i know that's hard because i was there august was a rough month um that was part of the yelling match at him um just more me emotional wise i it's freaking out there's it i mean penske's been a secure paycheck for the last 10 years i don't have to worry about the money that's coming in. But at the same time, it was sucking the life out of me. I hated working for the call center. I loved the fact that it gave me the freedom for the last eight years while I was working for their call center to work full time. I wasn't required overtime. I worked from home. I was able to spend the most amount of time that I could with my kids because they had to be at daycare because I worked for a call center. So there was a lot of good about the job, but it was just, like I said, I like to grow. I like to learn new things. I like to do new things. This was Groundhog Day every day for the last eight years, customers complaining that they can't get something or their truck isn't there. And I'm sitting in Florida, they're in California. What do you want me to do about your truck not being there? Did you talk to location? Like the ones that are supposed to have your truck there. So I I hated the job and I hated hearing the same question over and over and over again. And You know, I, but I was still freaking out. I was seeing all of our money, like not there and focusing on what wasn't there instead of what was there. And it's like, you know, I had to ask myself, what's the worst that's going to happen? I go into more debt. I get a job, a different job that I might love more. I become really successful in bookkeeping or, you know, yeah. Just that there wasn't anything that was like, I'm not going to die. Our mortgage is covered. We have enough in savings to cover our mortgage. We will keep a roof over our house. Like I said, we have good credit to where if we need to go into more debt, we can, we can get a loan if we absolutely have to, but I want the, I wanted the freedom and you helped me the day you asked me that question. Like if you could stay at Penske, would you, what's your immediate jerk reaction? It was no. And you're like, you, that's what you've decided. And you have to be good with that answer. And like, it was an immediate weight off my shoulders. It was insane. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And, and like, I was really emotional about this too. Like, I feel like I carried it with you, you know, like I was kind of there with you um, through it because it brought me right back to what I had gone through all of the anxieties, the panics, the things that I was feeling 
when I was getting ready to exit. And when I really asked myself, like I, for me, the same thing, I was valuable in the job market. If I had to go work for another corporation or something, Hey, what's the worst that could happen? We could go through our savings. We'll be okay. You know, like, and at the end of the day, I couldn't see myself spending another day doing this job and sucking my soul another minute. And this isn't to say anything bad about those that work for an employer. I mean, we're talking to Adam here, who's getting ready to go, you know, it's just not, it's for certain people to, you know, to work for a company and to that, and to grow that way. I mean, to be, they call it an intrapreneur when you are working for someone and you're, you know, um, individually, you know, progressing in a corporation and loving it. And I, I actually thought I would forever. I really, I, oh my gosh, I was like, I'm going to be a director. I'm going to, I could be the COO if I want to, like I had all these visions and then I realized that my vision shifted and it no longer could connect in that space. I couldn't thrive and be me. I was constantly watering myself down. And I knew that, that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to sustain a life like that. And mm-hmm. we have to love what we do at least a little bit. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, because otherwise it's just misery. So Adam on, you know, from your end, you're transitioning from being full-time student, full-time dad, uh, which is a freaking lot. That's double duty. And you got daycare though. So yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's true. But that's even helpful. with the daycare, those yeah. evenings and those weekends that they get crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I, seriously, we have daycare, but when they get sick, what's who's, who's it on? Right. Mm-hmm. Do we have nannies coming into town. Nope. And anyways, so, you know, with that, like, you being her support system and then also going through a transition yourself. Talk a little bit about that for a few minutes. Well, um, so I've gone through two transitions, you know, I, I left the military, which is, um, yep. And it is, and there, there were some struggles there for me and I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, I, I dedicated what, 13 years, 12 and a half, 13 years. Yeah. Almost 14 years, uh, in the military. And then I had nothing like, literally the next day. Yeah, it was, it was a huge shock. There, there were some issues that came of that because the military, like that's your identity. That, that's who you are. And so I had struggles there. And then going into the pandemic with that stuff, because then I was a full stay-at-home dad. Yeah, we were living at my mom's house, so that helped. And but it was the longest eight weeks ever. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. the The quarantine was, <laughs> was really rough because I had gone from Vanessa and the kids moved out. We moved out in August, and you came home in March. So yeah. it was like seven months. Yeah, so I had seven months of nothing, like no kids. Vanessa wasn't there or anything. To all of a sudden, I have everything now, and so that was that was kind of a shock. And now getting ready to go back to the job to the you market. know the job market. Yeah. It's a whole different shock. Because one, I'm not going back to the military, which is a completely different work environment than corporations yes. are. Um, which I've learned from my internship because I actually had to take a vacation from them. And it was the weirdest thing when I said like, hey, I'm going on vacation. They're like, all right, cool, see you. You know, yeah. the military would be like, like, Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna be back? How are you getting there? What's the yeah. cell phone I can reach you? Where's an emergency contact? We gotta yeah. inspect your vehicle. 
even like, though you're approval. flying on a plane. Yeah, like, and yeah. I'm dead serious. That all that stuff all happens wow. in the military when you take vacation. They inspect your vehicle. You have you have to do map quest. Like, who still prints map quest? Wow. Like you I had a print me. map. Yeah, I had to print <laughs> map quest and submit that with my leave request. And so, like, you have all that stuff. And at the internship, they're like, "Cool, see ya." It's <laughs> like, all right, that was it. Yeah. All right, cool, we're done. Um, so, like, it's vastly different. And, yeah. and I'm terrified. Like, I legit am. I'm terrified that I'm going from a completely different work environment, but also I'm going into a completely different career. You know, I was medical in the military and now I'm going into software development. Yeah. Like you can't have two opposite things. Yeah, one of them is good. only humans. One of them is not humans at all. Like, you prefer any- yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of freaking out a little bit, but I know yeah. that I'll be okay. Um, you know, Vanessa has told me multiple times that I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad has told me that I'll be fine. Everybody around me tells me that I'm going to be fine, but there's still that internal thing of like, sure. you're not going to be okay. Well, um, but then it was funny because I had already gone through the transition once from something to nothing that when Vanessa was doing that, I knew all about it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, she was on the couch and freaking out. And I just kind of looked at her. I was like, how much do you make with Penske? And so she figured it out or when she first came to me and was like, I want to quit my job. I was like, all right, what I want you to do is I want you to sit down and I want you to figure out how much guaranteed money you have coming in from Penske. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, and then when you start bookkeeping, you know, find out how much or right now, find out how much you're making from bookkeeping. Look at the difference. If it's a difference we can cover, then quit. If it's not work up to it. Um, She came back the next, like the, within like, Two or three days. Yeah, two or three days. And she was like, This is this is what it is. And you know, sent me an Excel sheet. (laughs) So, but I did that for two reasons. One, I wanted to see the numbers to make sure that it was something that we could do, but I wanted her to see the numbers more. Yes. Because then that's validation for her that it's like, okay, even if I'm making exactly the same amount in a month from now, we can still cover our bills. And so when she did start freaking out, I just kind of looked at her and like, you did the number, you looked at the numbers. We're going to be fine. Totally. And there's the only direction she's going to go is up mm-hmm. with her business. And so it's like, as you make more money, we'll be more comfortable. You know, this, this red that we're in right now from her losing some money is very temporary. So, but that, you know what? that right there is so that's exactly it. It's temporary. I feel comfortable. That's like I don't. You're not comfortable it- make more money. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. I just mean like because we're budgeting and we yeah. know yeah. what's coming in, we know yeah. what our expenses are, where we can tighten up or whatnot. Like yeah. It's definitely know. a reassuring thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like so our dogs had to get boarded. My sister was supposed to watch them and then she decided she wasn't able to. So we had to board them. And you know, it had to go on a credit card, but it was like, that's our first major credit card purchase in a really long time. Yeah. And, and you'll have a plan to pay it down. Exactly. So. so it was kind of like, all right, you know, that was part of also the freak out last month that it was like, oh my God, now we have to pay this like huge $600, $700 bill for the dogs that we weren't planning on paying. I get it. But, you know, and he asked me at the the place, is like, how are we paying for this? I was like, pull out your credit card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, 
we we didn't have this like budgeted in like it it has to go to credit card and that reassured me it's like it's like even if i don't want us to go into more credit card debt like that's not my ultimate goal but at the same time it's like we have that available credit it is an option if yeah. something comes up. So yeah, as long as it doesn't become, you know, one of those things where it. it's like a fallback, but knowing, you know, like you guys are in the place now where you have your plan in place and you're working your plan consistently. Mm-hmm. So th- it, it, it shouldn't, you know, as long as you stay on the wagon of continuously tracking and you're on top of that. So like, you're going to have your plan in place every single month to get that paid down. And this kind of thing, you know, ultimately this kind of thing, unless there's some big, huge emergency, which of course we, none of us, you know, want any of that to happen, obviously, but anything can happen. It's life. So, but as long as you stay, you know, on your path, these kinds of things will come up less and less because you'll have more money in the bank for the unplanned things, such as needing to board a dog or when a uh, animal gets sick you know, mm-hmm. or your, your baby gets sick. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you got it. So I'm so proud of you guys. Um, I am going to also in the show notes, I'm going to include information about your bookkeeping business because okay. that is a very needed right now. And anything that you would like to leave the audience with. I was nervous to even bring up the fact that we needed help. Like, I don't like, he's not against help, but I guess I kind of put it in my head. Like he doesn't need help. He's going to say no, which was really my fears kind of being put onto him. You know, during this journey, I figured out his minimum for what he wants in savings to feel secure. So that was something that I learned. And, you know, if we have that, he's pretty good for the most part, just communicate. Like if you need help, get it no matter whether it's with money or a housekeeper or something like that's been like the biggest learning experience this past year becoming an entrepreneur and doing that it's like ask for the help that you need yes and you know communicate with your partner like you can't do it by yourself if they're not willing to do it then at least start trying to figure it out for yourself and you know, usually they hop on board. He was not a hundred percent on board when we first started. And after last month, after I showed him the numbers, he is like, okay, I get it. You know, and it, it clicked for him. So he was supportive in the beginning, but not a hundred percent supportive, like not all the way there, didn't understand it. So yeah, just, and I think it sometimes just takes, it takes a while for some of us to have that click, you know, to have that connection And sometimes it just has to be this weird thing that like kind of connects us and says, oh, even though I may have heard this a couple, we're human, we can Mm -hmm. hear something over and over again, but until maybe it's um, said to us from a different person or from a different delivery, a way of delivering the message, or we read it somewhere, it's like, yeah, we already knew that it was knowledge I already had, but I had to hear it in that way. And in this moment, because I was open to receiving the information, now I'm going to hop on board because it's making sense to me. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is with all of us. Sometimes we have to be proven, like something has to be proven to us before we take it on. It just, yeah. it's just how it goes. And, and with yeah. us communicating more about money, it yeah. really has brought us closer in a sense. Like 
we had done couples counseling in the beginning of the year and that helped a lot just with communicating in general. But the fact that we weren't talking about our finances was still, I mean, that was a huge issue. Like mm-hmm. we just, again, we weren't ever on the same page. So now that we are and we can communicate about it, and I don't feel like he's going to judge me because I went and spent, you know, a lot of it was like I was spending money on diapers and clothes and things for the kids formula that he didn't really see because we didn't have a safe bank account. And he's like, why are you spending all this money? So just the fact that we were never on the same page and now that we are, it's just, it's helped bring us closer together and there's less fights going on. So that makes me so happy. What about you, Adam? Um, I mean, like parting words would be, you're not going to change your financial situation if it's just one of you. Like it takes both if you are a couple, yeah. it takes both of both parties to be involved in it to really change it to really change stuff. Um, And yeah, I mean, just to reiterate that, you know, like one of the number one, or I think it is the number one, if not close to the number one things that couples fight about is money. Um, And so I I don't know why the other person in the relationship wouldn't want to be involved in that because it directly impacts your relationship. Yeah. If you're not fighting over money, you can have a happier relationship. Uh, And then, you know, like Vanessa was saying, communicate. Thank you so much for that. That's like, there's been times I I think I've told you guys this before that when my, my husband like pisses me off, I, I always think, oh my gosh, imagine if we had financial problems, how much worse that fight could be Mm -hmm. if we were arguing about money. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's mind boggling, you know? So thank goodness because we can handle all the other issues because money's not throwing a complete monkey wrench into, you know, everything else. And, you know, I'll part with um, the reason I work with women is because there's always an inside job to be done. Just like when you guys, uh, for example, went to marriage counseling, I'm, I'm guessing that you had some internal work and then you could come together and work on the communication. So that's the reason I, I reach women, but the ultimate goal is exactly what we have going on here with the two of you, which is one person works on something, the other person works on their own internal work, and then they come together as a unit because they see that this thing is actually working for the other individual because we all are coming to a place from an individual perspective. So, but it, you have your hands down, correct, Adam, in saying that we can only get to our goals, it especially with a, a greater speed and efficiency and effectiveness when we're doing it together as a team. No mm-hmm. question. Yeah. So, well, you guys freaking rock. I'm going to let you go and I will be talking to you very soon. Thank you so much. Yeah. Right, thank thank you. you. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.